Today, I want to share with you a $1 billion marketing secret that was hidden in plain sight. And that billion dollars is based on the annual revenue of one of the companies who applies this. It's about marketing department structure, but it's also about more than that. The question, the question that I want you to be thinking of if you're a founder, a business owner, an entrepreneur, or if you're just running your own business and you're trying to categorize the different marketing functions in your head, the question that I want you to ask yourself is, do you need two, two marketing departments? Do you need two marketing departments? I know, sounds weird, right? And like, why would I need to double up on this same goal of putting out marketing for my business? But it's really about way more than that. So let's dive into my notes here. Again, billion dollar secret hidden in plain sight. Uh, the billion dollars is a reference to Agora, which grew to this like massive publishing empire with all these smaller companies operating underneath. And I say smaller, but the bigger companies within, within the Agora umbrella are you know nine figure, $100 million plus companies doing hundreds of millions of dollars. And, um, what I should have realized, recognized, clarified, had my little aha moment years ago, but that only slowly developed as a true, like deep understanding of what makes their marketing so powerful, is that they're, they've always been running two marketing teams. They've been running two marketing teams. Uh, and they work together. They work together. The two marketing teams work together. And because of the job of each of the marketing teams, it has massively boosted their scalability, their ability to acquire more customers. Well, so uh, most of the companies under Agora are different types of financial publishers, and they're actually able to acquire more subscribers than the Wall Street Journal, right? Wall Street Journal is well known, but they don't have the same distribution as Agora. Um, and profitability, they became a wildly profitable company based on these principles. Now, as is the case in any market, things fluctuate, right? And the financial publishing market has been a little bit tighter recently, but that does not, um, that does not disprove by any stretch of the imagination the power of this. So uh, the two marketing teams, what do they do? Well, the job of marketing team number one and remember, this is like this is about way more than having one team sitting on one side of the room and one team sitting on the other side of the room, right? Or like team A, team B competing against each other. In fact, these two teams don't compete against each other at all. That's not the whole like this isn't some, oh, you need more competition in your marketing department with some crap like that, right? This is about what actually works in marketing. So the job of marketing team number one is acquisition front-end offers that are designed to go out to people who are brand new to your business, who've never done business with you before. Now, some of those front-end offers are going to be boosted a little bit by any kind of contact list that you already have. So if you have an email list signed up, right? Um, the front-end offers, you're, you're going to benefit from being able to launch to those. But really, the big goal of this should be going out to cold audiences, people who don't know you at all, and turning them into customers for the first time. And 
So acquisition is all about getting as many new customers as possible. And here's the really important and maybe counterintuitive um, aspect to this strategy to marketing team number one. Marketing team number one has permission to lose money. There is an acceptable cost of acquisition, and it is typically below, or at the very least, even with the amount of revenue that they generate per customer, right? So if the average new customer is going to generate $73 in revenue, this team is allowed to spend up to $73 to get them to spend that, to get them to, to, um, to, to buy, right? And in some cases, this team may have permission to spend $100 to get that $73 purchase. Well, why? Because it's about scaling the number of new customers coming in the door. And of course, you want this team to be, um, you, you don't want this team to be just like, uh, all, <laughs> there's, there's the saying about when you buy a boat, you're buying a hole in the water um, that you throw money into, right? This team is not a hole in your business that you throw money into. This is about the strategic use of acquiring customers um, at, a, at a loss or at break even in order to be able to spread your message as far and wide as possible and bring as many new customers in the front door as possible. And so this team is gonna be focused on acquisition type marketing, gonna be focused on acquisition type offers, which tend to be like what I call welcome at offers, you know, something that's that's a really easy way for someone to uh, do business with you for the first time, usually fairly low price, but it's, it is all about connecting with people for the first time, right? And the biggest goal, the biggest goal is to generate as many leads as possible for marketing team number two. And, you know, arguably getting as many new customers as possible, generating as many leads as possible for marketing team number two is important or is, is like saying the same thing. But it's important to contextualize this in the context of leads. So a lot of businesses say, oh, well, we can lose a little bit of money on lead generation. Well, what if you generated revenue and generated leads for your next marketing team? What if you were generating revenue or even doing break even and generating massive number of leads for marketing team number two, which is your Ascension team, the back-end marketers. Um, these marketers are really focused on relationship building with people who've done business with you in the past, and in, particularly, in particular, catering to those high-ticket buyers, right? The people who are willing, who are ready, willing, and able to spend more money with you when given the right opportunities. And so marketing team number one was focused on, on entry-level offers that the biggest audience possible would be interested in buying. Marketing number team number two is focused on, okay, what's the 20% of our, of our customer base that will contribute 80% of the revenue if we're giving them the opportunity, right? Um, who is willing to spend most for, I don't know, a better experience, uh, uh, something that generates much higher value, something where it's being done for them or done with them as opposed to just to do it yourself type information offer, right? Uh, and, and you have to figure out within your business what the appropriate offers are gonna be. But the point is, 
Marketing team number one is focused on the lower ticket offers, maybe with a funnel that has you know, one-time offers following that initial purchase, upsell offers, right? But marketing team number two is really focused on, you know, if somebody is ready to spend 10 times as much, 50 times as much with us, what is going to appeal to them so much that they are going to like happily, readily give us all that money for this offer that we're going to put in front of them. So marketing team number two is very focused on that. And the big goal of marketing team number two is profit maximization. So if these two are working together well, what happens? Well, you get more customers, more first-time customers, and more profits. And in certain cases, if they're working together well, that can all happen very quickly, right? That um, you can, acquire a customer very quickly uh, or, or you know, at a minimal loss, you can acquire them quickly, you can acquire them easily because you created something that's just fast and easy to buy, right? Um, something as simple to buy as like bubble gum as you're checking out at the grocery store. You create something that has that level of simplicity to make the purchase decision. And then from that, those people are immediately given the opportunity to get the higher end offers. Um, and so you may lose money today, but within seven days, you may make that up and already be profitable based on the work of marketing team number two, right? And this works in small businesses too. It's about recognizing that there's just those two distinct roles in marketing, right? One role is acquisition. And the goal is really just to acquire as many customers as possible, which become leads for the second role, which is ascension to the higher ticket offers. And you can build your business around this. You can be very intentional about this in your offer construction and your marketing, all of that, if you want to maximize scalability and profits. Call to action for you at the end of this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. Ask yourself how you can use this. How does this apply to you? How does this apply to your um, your clients, if you work with clients, right? But think about how can I put this into action? And if you'd like to chat about what this might look like in your business, I do offer a free intro call um, for especially direct response marketers. I offer fractional CMO and copy chief services. That will be the first link in the description. My name is Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.